Alright guys, welcome back to episode number 15. Tonight uh, we're going to be st- talking about speaking with paper. So how can we be more effective, write more offers, and close more deals by speaking with paper? So that's Real Estate Tonight with Bryce Kaminsky. Alright guys, welcome to Real Estate Tonight with Bryce Kaminsky. Uh, tonight we're going to be talking about speaking with paper and how that can increase your odds of getting just more deals and having the opportunity to pick through the deals that are available. So one of the main things that you're going to run into are three three things when you're dealing with making offers in, in regards to speaking with paper. So there's the verbal versus written, which we're going to get into, you know, the weight of each. Then there's also the length of the negotiation to consider when doing offers and doing contract offers. And the third one to keep in mind is there is a uh, a callback that you do get by making offers and getting rejected. So there's a rejection pile and we'll talk about that a little bit. So the first thing is verbals versus written. So <clears throat> verbal offers, um, they don't really have a lot of weight and you're putting your um, you're putting your weight into the realtor's hands because uh, the realtor's hands at this point the presentation that that realtor is going to bring your offer verbally to the other side may affect whether or not that agent is then going to verbally relay that information with some sort of tone back to the vendor <clears throat> but this can be problematic with the agents actually putting it along because they're putting their own energy onto it every time it goes from you to your agent, from your agent to their agent, from their opinion of your offer, the agent's opinion, then to the vendor finally. And at the end of the thing, it's probably not looking great. So the weight of it is tough because they don't, it's not a really good indicator of the fact that it's going to close. It's just kind of like, hey, I'll give you a hundred dollars for this bike you know like it's just a up in the air kind of thing but if you offered someone in writing a bill of sale to sign here to sign your bike over for a hundred dollars that transaction is much more likely to close because of the legitimacy of that contract nature like look i'm making you an actual written offer i've done the time i've put my signature on it intending my offer in a contract to you so the power of each, I'll give you 100 bucks for that bike, or here's a contract to sell that bike to me for $100 cash, and it's detailed here, sign here, sign here. I now own that bike. So with the verbal, you're always going to get in the, in the way with the gatekeeper, the agent that's trying not to let these offers through. Because at the end of the day, when you make a low offer, a lot of people don't, really think about this part of it but when you make a low offer to the other side in relation to the price that they have on the market well who do you think kind of did the work to get that price so you're in some way kind of challenging the agent's work that they did when they priced the house so this can upset them especially with verbal it'll go to them and they'll get upset it's not going to go through but a written offer there's nothing they can do they're mandated to present that and it prevents that sour presentation from going on so the second thing to consider when doing contract offers and doing offers of this nature is that 
we need to start the process earlier. So as early as you can get into negotiation with the other side is when you want to do that. First day on market, sure, why not? They're probably not interested today in my number, but I do want to let them know immediately that I am interested on paper right now. Take it or, you know, not really take it or leave it, but here's my presentation. If you don't want my offer, that's fine. I'll, I'll understand. You're not going to hurt my feelings, but this is what I'm willing to pay for this thing if you want it liquidated with these terms 30 days decent deposit you know we're gonna we're gonna handle this product but the other side is that we don't make that first offer and we do sit around and wait on it and they might be waiting for your offer to come through but you haven't presented yet because you're waiting for something to to get you going you just make that offer find out what their position is yes or no and move from that position because we can't we can't know without making an offer and if we do that later in the process it might not be as as well received or even at a particular time in their motivation but if we can get that offer early and get them talking about the pricing and that we are going to close if we can come to terms <clears throat> then you'll have your terms and conditions some sort of long term like seven days or 14 days due diligence if you can get it and that's going to increase the likelihood of this thing closing because both sides are investing more and more time in closing this deal we're doing more due diligence we're dragging down contractors it's increasing our likelihood of closing it's also showing them that we're, we're you know we're coming in there we're doing our due diligence and they believe that the thing is is to be sold and that's what we're working on to get <clears throat> But if we have the opportunity to increase the duration, it's more likely that we can get a price adjustment. You know, at the end of the thing, it turns out the contractor needs another $10,000 and that $10,000 could break this deal. So what we need to do is we need to go to the other side and say, hey, I need the, the last 10000 on this thing to really make me buy this house because otherwise it's kind of outside of my margins. And because of the length of our de negotiation, they may be more likely because of the the sunk cost in the negotiation to give you you know five or seven thousand dollars you might not get it all but you might get enough to make the deal work and so if we can open early and get the negotiation moving earlier in the process the longer we can have that going the more likely we can get the additional amount if we should need it to to really tie the deal together <clears throat> And so the last thing is there's an, a folder with every deal that these agents are carrying around where these offers that we put out end up being rejected. So these offers come in and, you know, he's getting he, offer day, he gets five that are all rejected. The person's like, no, thank you today. And they go into a folder and they keep getting these ones. It's no, thank you today. And then by the end of the, the contract, say the agent's contracts like 60 or 90 days, in 60 days when it's still sitting around and the seller, the person wanting to sell the house is pressuring the agent to make something happen, he will, when the phone's not ringing, go into that folder and your offer's in there, call you up and ask you if you're still interested. You know, several times over the last couple of years, we've gotten a return on that simply because we were in the pile. You know, we weren't the best, but we were still interested because we're interested all year. So we have that advantage that our offers, you know, how many people in that folder 
<clears throat> were buying for different reasons and just wanted that house. So they call through like 15 people, boom, 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 seven of them are out, eight, nine, our offer, yeah, we're in, but you know, we have to go and see it, go to the house, figure out the numbers, but we're still in business, but the rejection pile is a real thing, you know, all those offers sit around and the agents don't really forget, but your verbal offer, it's forgotten like air in the wind, just gone. So your rejection pile, you can only make it into that if you write the offer. So if we can just look for everything that we want in the offer and put the little details in there, you know, speak with the offer. If you want the carpets removed, put it in the terms and conditions. Anything that's important to you should make its way into the offer so that everyone's clear about the expectation and that we can you know, work a great deal out. You can get a lot in the terms and conditions. So when making those offers, put what you want, you know, speak with the paper because that's going to get you all the way, you know. If you're not speaking with paper, how can you be sure you're being heard? So if you're thinking about writing that offer or not writing that offer, you probably should write the offer. So that's uh, speaking with paper with Bryce Kaminsky here on Real Estate Tonight. All right, guys, thanks for following along. Uh, if you're interested in subscribing, there is an option here on Anchor. If you're following along on a different system, I'm sure there is there too. So if you're interested in more content, follow along, and uh, I'll see you guys on the next show. That's Real Estate Tonight with Bryce Kaminsky.